Welcome to Pop Sugar Rush. Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we're recording and pay respects to elders past and present. Pop Sugar Rush is brought to you by Prime Video. Sign up now to watch all the series and movies you'll love, like Gen V, the new spin-off series of The Boys, or Wilderness, a psychological revenge thriller that'll leave you guessing with every turn. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pop Sugar Rush. I am Jackson. And I'm Star. And we are back to give you the pop culture dish on all the things you missed out on over the week. Uh, Faster than I can drive to school in my Rolls Royce and say that I'm working class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, celebrities, they're just like us. Just like us. How are you, doll? I'm great. How are you? How was your holiday? Um, I'm feeling rejuvenated, revived, and ready. Jawbreakers, bits from the internet that made us OMG IRL. All right, let's get into our jawbreakers. It's been a big week for the celebs. Um, I have got a little headline to read out for you. Fans predict new music as Dua Lipa wipes Instagram and changes profile picture. Have you seen this? No, I actually... I have not really. (laughs) I've been on holiday. Don't worry, I've been working. Go on. (laughs) So in case you missed it, she has archived or deleted literally everything, and she's also changed her profile picture. So we know that there is. It's a very like psychedelic kind of vibe. It looks like. Do you remember those kaleidoscope things that you look into, and it's like you're looking into the inside of a crystal? Yes. 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 And it's really psychedelic, really exciting vibes. So my question to you: When it comes to album rollouts and social media blackouts, often Often the two go hand in hand. We have Mm -hmm. seen it time and time again. Do we still think they have the same effect? Are they still exciting or are we a little bit over it? I'm over it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, I feel like social media, it's like changed the way musicians like release stuff. And now it's like getting to that monotonous point where it's like, you're building up hype, I get it, and, like, you know, they have to do it. But mm-hmm. it's still just, like, I'd rather you just, like, put a post, be like, hey, I've got a song coming out this day, and here's when my album comes out. Or you do the Beyonce and just, like, here's the full album with a video <laughs> for each song, go feel it. <laughs> and a full-length feature film. Yeah. What comes to mind for me is thinking of the poor intern that had to go through and archive every single post. Because I don't know if you've ever had to delete or archive things after, like, a break-off, or maybe you're like, oh, I just don't like that pic anymore. When I released it- my first album, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> it takes so long. You have to go through individually to every single post. It's not Do just like you? a click, click, click. And I remember when no, Kylie Jenner it. did it for her, her- <laughs> <laughs> She did it for her beauty brand when they were kind of rebranding and launching a new product. And I'm like, there were thousands of posts on there and that would have taken so long. And also, like, how does that work, like contractually when you've got like ads on there and stuff. <laughs> I will be wiping everything after 12 months when I release <laughs> like, that new album. Oh my, that feels like, that feels like you'd have to have your life so far in advance, which granted Dua Lipa probably has like, you know, those labels, major labels tend to have five year, six year plans. Mm. Um, however, I'm excited for Dua Lipa new music. I saw her at her concert last year, late last year. She's a great performer. She hey? was good. What is your jawbreaker this week? I need you to, be fully seated for this because you are not prepared. My feet are on the ground. This is from Popgrave, as per. Pink tells LA Times that she wishes she never released the song We've Got Scurvy for SpongeBob SquarePants. Quote, that was a real mistake. (laughs) What? I did not even... 
and Joel Brick. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually at the top of my Spotify rap last year. We've got scurvy. <laughs> So she did an interview with the LA Times just about sort of looking back on her career. And she was talking about her favourite and least favourite songs she's released. Her favourite is So What? Classic. We love it. Her least favourite is True Love. Do you remember that song? Yeah. With Lily Allen? Yeah, it's playing Um, in my head now. And then she was like, oh, also we've got scurvy. (laughs) That was a mistake. (laughs) And shared with this tweet is a screenshot of her in a pirate hat. (laughs) No way. They didn't even animate her for Spongebob. No. And this is just the latest in a series of pink-related news that is very bizarre. Um, If you remember a couple months ago, she was handed, um, a fan handed their mother's ashes to her on stage. Oh, yeah. And then the day after that, she was handed a large wheel of brie cheese. And then a couple weeks ago, someone rocked up to the front of her concert being with a sign that said circumcision is cancer. And just, like, very bizarre things are happening at pink concerts. Um, hopefully they get less bizarre once she inevitably adds we've got scurvy. <laughs> to the set list. <laughs> to the set list. Surprise song, like Taylor Swift does a surprise thing every night, but Pink's like, we've got scurvy. <laughs> well, there's an idea if you're attending a Pink concert, if you're looking for a costume, I don't know if Pink's ah. fans get as into it as the Swifties do, but often people will try and find these really niche moments in lyrics or, you know, references to music videos. <laughs> a tweet under it says, Pink, how else would I know to eat oranges or lemons to prevent scurvy? You educated us. I I've literally never got scurvy since listening to that song. You're my hero. <laughs> For those who are listening, scurvy is literally just a lack of vitamin C. Um, so eat your oranges. But I wanted to talk to you about when celebrities do things that are off-brand or when they try to do something that just, like, inevitably flops. We love a flop. Granted, I would have never have known about this had <laughs> she not said it. Yeah. But it did get me thinking about other examples when celebrities just try and do something a little random. Yeah. And then it, goes downhill. I love a failed or a flop celebrity project oh, and favorite. it takes me back. Do you remember the Kardashian card when that came out? No, but I do remember the Kardashian <laughs> apps, but we'll, we'll get there. So I don't know if this is necessarily off-brand for the Kardashians, but it is definitely a project that flops. So the Kardashians came out with their own prepaid credit card and when it came out, it was like, oh, this is such an exciting thing and I'm even just looking at like the visuals for it and we'll have to pop it onto our socials because look at this. Like, this is just so tense. Years ago, right? Wow. So it didn't end up lasting for that long because what no, happened was imagine. all of the fees were ridiculous <sighs> and they were marketing it to young people as well, which is, of course, extremely problematic. If oh my you're God, meant that's to so be, bad. yeah, if you're meant to be encouraging responsible sending amongst young adults, and then you're like, hey, get this credit card, but it's going to cost you like $500 in fees. If you, I don't know if that's the actual figure, Kimberly. if you go over, yeah, Kim- Kimberly Noel, Noel. <laughs> you've got a strike against your name, you've got detention. Did they just do this just because? Because they could make cards start with a K. Oh, yeah, Kardashian card with a K. Is that, yeah. is that literally why they did this? Probably. Like That makes no sense. <laughs> they could have done, like, Christmas cards instead, you know, when you open they it. They ha- famously have. Oh, really? Yeah, their Christmas cards are, like, a big deal. Oh, I didn't and even know Courtney that. And did, then Courtney didn't want to be in it one year and, oh. No, but, like, imagine if they sold it, like, a Hallmark thing to the public. And when you open it, it's Kim being, like, maybe if you had an effing business that you were <laughs> passionate about. <laughs> you did get a bloody gift. <laughs> <laughs> The Spoonful, serving up a taste of what everyone's streaming. So we've already spent a bit of time this morning in the original era of the Kardashians when Kim was kind of on the rise, the Kardashian card was happening. And that is a great segue into our next segment because we are talking about the ringleader, the Bling Ring documentary. Yes. What a story. It is wild. And I feel like 
It's been a part of millennial culture. I had no idea about this story until I watched this doco. And really? now it's become like, you know, 50% of my personality as after a, watching it. For those who don't know what the Bling Ring was, I've got a little synopsis here. Um, it was essentially a series of burglaries slash robberies that were committed by seven young people who were based around the area of Calabasas from late 2008 to like mid-2009. Uh, the target of each burglary was a high-profile celebrity. So targets included Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Orlando Bloom, Miranda Kerr, Megan Fox, etc. And over the course of that time, around $3 million worth of stuff and cash was taken. Wild. (laughs) So wild. Wild. Um, It was then turned into a famous movie um, directed by Sofia Coppola and starring Emma Watson. Um, And I think all of them have gone on to various little projects here and there. Um, So Rachel Lee is the star of this documentary. Um, Alexis Nyers has had a stint on reality television responsible for one of the most iconic reality TV moments in history. (laughs) Nancy Cho, this is Alexis <laughs> Nyers calling. <laughs> I was, oh, Shut up! <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen Pretty Wild, the show, and Alexis Nyers calling Nancy Joe sales, please look that up immediately <laughs> because you are missing out on crucial pop culture uh, richness. So when all of the crimes were happening, Rachel Lee was apparently the ringleader, the one who would like kind of head up the ideas and make the plans about whose house they were going to go and how they were going to attack it. And as soon as they got caught and then they had to go through the legal processes for the crimes that they had committed, she went quiet. She put her head down. We learn in the documentary that her mum is a lawyer as well. So she would have had, of course, had advice from her mum too. So she hasn't spoken to anyone about anything. We all also had a Netflix documentary last year where mm-hmm. a lot of the other members of the Bling Ring group came forward and spoke, and this is the first time that we've heard from Rachel Lee. And it was just so interesting to yeah. watch on because it was in the era of MySpace when social media is kind of booming and becoming a thing. And I think our behaviour on these platforms was so different back then to how so it is different. now. You know, even in the documentary, we see so many times all of these celebrities posting exactly where they are and what they're doing in real time. And, and that, flaunting their wealth. Yes, and that was exactly how they would kind of create their inns to get into their house. You know, Paris Hilton would be like, I'm, you know, at the airport going to this place and then I'm going here. So that then tells <laughs> And here's my credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> and we, as people in general, act so differently on social mm-hmm. media now because we are... We are aware of the dangers that can come with it. Exactly. I also think that, first of all, this era of pop culture, you just know they were all in Juicy Couture and like had um, like hip tops in those little slide-up oh, yes. phones. Oh, those were the days. One thing about Paris Hilton that I did want to know, and I learned this yesterday, was that <laughs> Paris, Paris Hilton is in the Bling Ring movie. She stars, which, first of all, iconic. But also, in the DVD extras, gives a tour <laughs> of her home. <laughs> Babes, come on. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> It's so audacious that it's iconic. Like, yeah. wow, not only is this a filming location, but it's also a crime scene. And you're like, come have a look. Here's me slipping in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. But I, when I think about the bling ring, I do think about the movie. It's super fun. And I often wonder when 
biopics are made and the subject is still alive, mm. what their thoughts are on it. Because these these were teenagers slash young adults, right? First of all, they were not poor. I'm going to put that right out there. <laughs> they all lived in Calabasas, which if you don't know, was a gated community in California. They're fine. They were just like looking up to these celebrities for like their style, mm. I guess. Which my idea of Paris Hilton's style was like crop tops, tiny skirts, juicy couture track shoots and a tiara. So like nothing you couldn't get at Supre. <laughs> just That's saying. Hard. Just saying. But what do you think these uh the Bling Ring members thought of the movie? Because the only ones I've known that have seen it or have seen clips of it were Lee and Nyers. And both of them were like didn't like it. Yeah. Well even in the doco as well, Rachel Lee, the alleged ringleader, says that she didn't like the way that it was portrayed in the movie. She said, I can see how this is an entertaining way to tell the story, but she didn't like the way that it was depicted. It would be so weird to see your life and the crappy things you did when you were a teenager. Right? I mean I've never done anything like that. But then turn oh, you haven't <laughs> <laughs> and then turned into a movie. Yeah, well, I was thinking about, like, oh, imagine the stuff I did when I was acting out as a teenager, especially around, like, 16, 17, and to see that put on cinema screen, yeah. <laughs> like, I would be humiliated. Granted, I never committed a major crime. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure if I'd committed a major crime and that story was being told for the world, I might not like it either. And even, like, aside from the film, in the documentary, they have got legitimate MySpace posts and tweets that these kids made. It's so weird that we've got this time capsule of social media posts. Mm. And think back to all of the wild things that everybody has says has said on the internet, on the internet when you're that young and you have no idea about your worldview or really anything. So what would you do if your old uh, tweets got made into a documentary? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't think I would do... <laughs> I don't think I would do anything. I'd like to be excluded from the I narrative. I would cease to exist. I would simply <laughs> evaporate from this earth. That is, a, that is a fear that I didn't know I had. <laughs> Especially on MySpace. Oh, my God. Although I would like to revive my top friends and see how many of them I'm still friends with now. <laughs> so Alexis Nye has, has built, I guess, a platform, I guess you can say, for herself that doesn't really involve what she's done. Yeah, That's she, why she's famous, but it's not what she's about now, obviously, yeah. because she's however many years removed from it. She did her 30 days in prison. <laughs> yeah, she she's learned a lesson. She's gone on an amazing journey of sobriety, and she's grown up. Yeah, she has. Yeah. She has. But is there any celebrity you'd want to, maybe not rob, I'm going to say rob, but like you'd want to peek inside their house. Just, just go have a little look-see. Have a, yeah, yeah, have a little squiz. Well, because they have like those house tour shows, but like they're all... Like Architectural Digest, you're cleaning it up days beforehand. Oh, like, I where's know. the food on the counter? But like, see, I like grew up watching MTV Cribs. So now watching Architectural Digest on YouTube, I'm like, no, I just eat that up. I love too. it. Like, I love it as well. And on Architectural Digest, I recently watched Debbie Ryan's house. Debbie Ryan, from <laughs> <laughs> former, Di I know it's so niche, former Disney Channel star. But for those who don't know, <laughs> she went into the D Disney Channel office and said to the president of Disney Channel that she wanted to make history. I want to make history. And that's what she did. <laughs> and her house is low-key making history as well because she's got really random stuff in there. She married to a 21 Pilots member. Yes, 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 yeah. And, you know, if we throw back to the old MTV Cribs days, I just always wanted to go into the house so, A, I could use the movie room because the, they always have a cinema they inside would their house. They always have a cinema. But also I loved when they would open the fridge and all of the drinks would be like I know. And it's like one specific brand that's obviously sponsored the show. Granted, I have a shelf in my fridge at home that is dedicated to... 
a non-denominated, no sugar, cola <laughs> soft drink. <laughs> and it is my favorite thing in my home. Um, but I think I would love to, whose house would I love to go into? Let me guess. Beyonce. <laughs> no, because like it'd be too big. Yeah, true. And I don't want to like I don't if Blue Ivy sees me, I don't want to catch that smoke. Like <laughs> she'll beat my up, beat beat my butt up. Um, I think maybe oh, who's someone with secrets? Mm. That's what I like. Maybe like OJ Simpson or something. <laughs> something like I feel like Miss Taylor Swift is quite secretive as well. <gasps> true. Probably... She doesn't have cats at all. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, She's allergic. <laughs> I know. Please, if you're listening, tell us, comment on our socials who you'd want, which celebrity you'd want to uh, have a look in their house unfiltered, the way they really, really live. Because I'm interested, and please don't go actually do this, but (laughs) I'm interested in seeing what other people would do because I feel like there's a good one out there and we're just not getting it. Let us know. Let us know. Pop Sugar Rush is brought to you by Prime Video. They've got everything from the Continental, an action-packed crime series from the world of John Wick, to The Wheel of Time, your new epic fantasy obsession. And the best part? You can watch it all on your favourite devices. Start your 30-day free trial today by visiting primevideo.com. Here are this week's Rushes and Crashes. You said you wanted to go investigate Taylor Swift's house. Yes. I won't actually do it. I just want to. Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you might find in there is related to my rush. Ooh. Um, so, Taylor Swift, she's been being more public than usual. She's been spotted out with some friends. And this is all seeming hauntingly familiar. <laughs> um, we know that 1989 Taylor's version is coming out, oh, this month. So soon. <gasps> oh my God, it's all happening. Um, and now she's sporting a group of friends again, similarly to when she first released 1989. Mm-hmm. And she had the squad. The infamous squad. Yeah, it was a real uh, lightning bolt pop culture moment because Taylor Swift was not seen anywhere without some sort of famous friend or friends with her. But this squad looks all very different. Yeah. Um, but they were all tall. They were all women. They were all beautiful. And they were all famous. Um, let's list off some members. Carly Kloss, famously. Uh, Selena Gomez. Uh, Cara Zend- Delevingne. Zendaya. Martha Hunt. Lily Aldridge. Others. Many of whom also featured in the Bad Blood music video. Yeah, just look at the Bad Blood music video and then you'll find. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much who was General in it. General vibe. But now, the Swifty Squad, even though it's definitely not official, it feels similar. The Swifty Squad now, circa 2023, is Blake Lively slash Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Mum and Dad. Sophie Turner, divorcee number one. Hugh Jackman, divorcee number two. <laughs> She's collecting them like Infinity Stones. Who will she take if Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds divorce? Oh, surely Blake. <gasps> Thoughts for another day. Um, it also includes Ice Spice, Greta Gerwig, Ed Sheeran, Jack Antonoff. Sorry, Ed Sheeran's so random. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's a diverse squad now. Um, but there's also like OG members like Selena's still there and the Heim sisters are still there, etc. Everything's done with intention. Do you think she's showcasing these friends to mimic yeah. the squad for the release of 1989 Taylor's version? I do, and I'm absolutely here for it. And Me we too. know that Taylor is no stranger to kind of recreating the vibes of the era in when her original album yes. came out, and I think it's really cool. Um, so I think I think Taylor Swift is like taking it in her stride. Whether it's intentional or not, I don't think matters because it's reminding us of that and it's taking us back to where a happier time will say, I mean, everyone loved 1989. That, that to me, is the album that made Taylor Swift 
Taylor Swift in capital letters. Um, so I'm down with it. I loved it. I really want her to come up with someone random like, oh, Taylor Swift gets lunch with Danny DeVito or like <laughs> Which Australian, like, local Australian celebrity do you want to be in Taylor Swift's squad? Um, Toadie from Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? But, like, mullet era Toadie? <laughs> mullet era. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to double that, and I'm going to say um, all three of the original Australian Idol judges. Oh, Dicko. <laughs> Dicko and Dicko, and see what he says about her dress. Or all three of the Big Brother Friday Night, Friday Night Live hosts. <gasps> yes. Mike Goldman, Briema, and Ryan Fitzy Fitzgerald. Icon. She goes to, like, toddies with them. <gasps> Bondi Icebergs with Paulini. <gasps> <laughs> Taylor Swift, if you're listening, I'm giving you key itinerary ideas for your tour when you're here next year. Just, just a thought. And also, I will be a member of this squad if I get... A financial cut. Should yeah. we go halves in a Merivale voucher for Taylor Swift? Yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be so thoughtful. All right, hit me with your rush. Okay, so did you see what Ashley Tisdale posted on her Instagram story over the weekend? No, I ah! didn't because I was on holiday. Oh, yeah, sorry. You were clocked off. I forgot. So in case you missed it, Ashley Tisdale, who of course played the iconic Maddie Fitzpatrick in The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She did. Oh, she was such an icon. She posted a selfie with Dylan Sprouse, who is one of the Sprouse twins yes. who were in Sweet Life. Zach and Cody. He was Zach. He was, was he? Zach. he was Zach. Oh, I'm glad, glad one of us knows because I, I had no a, idea. I was a fan. <laughs> so they were reunited at an, at an NFL game and she Aww. posted a selfie of them and it's just so wholesome. She said, ran into my little brother. I love you so God much. Bless. Cole Sprouse was like, what the hell? <laughs> He's like, it's not even me. He's there smoking, still smoking on that podcast being like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that nostalgia is such a powerful thing. Like it just makes us so happy. It brings back all of the vibes of, yes. you know, who we were when we used to consume and love those shows. So who would be your dream nostalgic celeb reunion pick? Mm, Mark Holden, Marsha Hines, and Dicko Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up there. Or like any of like, because uh, I think Disney Channel, I feel like they do it now because it works. So like it's yeah. a little too obvious. I would pay actual money to see Ariana Grande and Jeanette McCurdy in the <gasps> same room together. Oh, don't think that would happen. No, or Victoria Justice. And oh. Just with the microphone. She's like, I told you we can all sing. <laughs> no. Maybe AI? Um, but maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like an Australian What about like show. original cast of High Five or something? <gasps> yeah. Nathan, oh my Kathleen. Charlie the oh, Icon. Oh, Charlie was such an icon. Uh, Newcastle Icon. Nova Castrian represent. Really? Uh-huh. I don't know if she still lives there, but she did live there at one point. Um, okay, the high five, yes, absolutely, because the Wiggles famously are reuniting for uh, a prime video documentary called Hot Potato. Well, they have reunited. They've already filmed it. Um, they didn't want to go with Cold Spaghetti? No, because that's not a song of theirs. Oh, well, yes, it is. <laughs> it's in Hot Potato. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Exposed as a fake Wiggles fan. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. 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 <laughs> And my crash, last but simply not least, just a quick one. We've already touched on it at the top of the episode about Posh and Bex. Their new documentary has come out. And did you see the viral clip that's going around? How could I not? (laughs) How could I not? In case you miss it, it's Posh being interviewed for the documentary and she's talking about how her family comes from a working class background. Heavy, (laughs) heavy quotation marks around working class. And then you've got David Beckham off frame talking to her being like, come on. 
Like, no, be honest. Tell the truth, Ellen. <laughs> come on, come on, Poshy. <laughs> yeah. And he asked her, what car did your parents drive you to school in? And she's kind of, you know, dilly-dallying around. Danced and then around she said, it. oh, well, my dad had a Rolls Royce in the 80s. Oh, the Rolls Royce. <laughs> Here I am thinking she's going to come around and be like, oh, it was a Hyundai XL, no. you know, 1997. <laughs> Some of us had to catch the public school bus to school, Victoria. Um, hilarious. Hilarious. And I love that David Beckham... <laughs> Called her out on, <laughs> on camera. It might have been staged. It might not have been, but I don't care because it's so funny. And I think, like, who is she fooling? Like, yeah. you, were, your name from the first moment we met you in the 90s, you were Posh Spice. You went Poor Spice. <laughs> po- Povo <laughs> Spice. Pobo Spice. Pobo Spice. Oh my That's my Spice Girl name. Yeah. And I think it ties in nicely to our conversation about the bling ring as well, because yeah. we had people who were members of the bling ring saying, oh, you know, just a normal life, grew up in Calabasas. It's like, why are you trying to paint it out like you are this relatable figure who grew up just like everyone else when that is just blatantly not the case? It doesn't ha- you don't have to be real. I'm not looking to relate to David and Victoria Beckham. Like, so, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not out there trying to go to royal weddings. I mean, I will. <laughs> Someone will send me the invite, I'll go. But that's not aspiration. You can just be Posh and Bex. Everyone loves Posh and Bex. Yeah. Anyways, They're just... like the last celebrity couple standing. I know. <laughs> Taylor Swift, you keep away from them. <laughs> <laughs> you keep away from them. <laughs> you know, I think that's all we've got time for today, but I've actually parked my Rolls Royce outside. No, if you want to live. make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will take that lift. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to us once again. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Jackson Langford or at Jackson.Langford. And I'm Star with the double R MCG. And make sure you follow Pop Sugar AU so you don't miss any content from us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button too so you don't miss an episode. Exactly right. And on that note, bye! bye.